Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 200. Happy 200. This is my favorite. These are my favorite memories of the podcast. So today on the podcast, we're going to hear a little, a few snippets from past podcasts. I mean, there's 200 for goodness sakes. I'm not going to share a snippet of every single podcast. (laughs) That would be crazy. But we're going to take a listen to some of my favorite little snippets. And I hope that you will join me on this memory, on this stroll down memory lane. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so excited about today because I want to share some of my favorite little moments. They'll just be little snippets here and there of some of the past podcasts. I mean, 200 episodes, I had no idea that I would ever get to 200. I think that's absolutely crazy. I've really enjoyed talking about the trials and treasures of teaching and talking about, you know, all the ways that we can kind of survive as a teacher. And also, I've talked a lot about makerspace and STEM, which is really a passion of mine. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really wanting to focus more on that type of thinking. And, and so that might be a switch for you, you know, you might think, uh Oh, you know, coming in 2023, She's going to talk more about about a type of teaching that I don't feel like I have time to do, or I feel like I'm you know overwhelmed and I I can't get to it, or I'm mandated to do this or that. And I think that's I I think that's sad. I hope that you I hope you stick with me. I understand if if you don't, I don't think that I am for everyone. I know I'm not. I am definitely a rebel teacher. And I believe in sometimes nodding along and doing what I think is best in my classroom. I know that there were times where I did that more than others, other times where I allowed the fear to like really penetrate and, (laughs) and get to me and, uh, you know, discourage me from doing what I felt like was right. And I but I really want to focus on, on ways to, to kind of fix what's what's feels broken to me. You know, I feel like students have lost their love and joy of learning. And I feel like it is in broken systems that this occurs. And I don't want to be a part of that you know, problem. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the solution. I want to offer teachers like a safe haven and a place to go when they're feeling like they need to be motivated and inspired and supported and understood and heard. And I, I am, you know, dedicating that part of uh, this part of my life to that, to helping teachers find engaging activities and motivate your students. And most importantly, to help your students fall in love with learning. That is what I care about deeply. I also care 
very, very deeply about teachers having a life. I want you to have a life. That's why I created a podcast so that you could listen to it on the go. So you could listen to it when you were working out or in the shower. That's when I listen to podcasts a lot or in the car, take me with you on a walk so that you are also living your life and you're not dedicating your whole entire life to school. I feel like I made a a major error in this in this type of you know thing i felt really passionate and and i felt also i felt like i i don't know what what the words are like i felt like i should i i felt like i should like put teaching as my number one priority and i didn't feel like it was my number one priority um i felt like my marriage and my family were but i got called out several times on that and looking back at that I mean, there he wasn't perfect <laughs> by any means. And I could go on and on about that, but I won't. But I know that what I do care about is learning from past decisions and mistakes that I've made and also becoming aware of where I was. I, I use school a lot as a as an escape from from my life. And that is unhealthy. It's not a good thing for us to do. And when we find ourselves in that, if we are reflective enough to notice that we're doing that, which took me a while, and counseling, lots and lots of counseling, um, when you realize that, you've got to, you've got to find a balance. It's so important to find a balance because we don't want our spouses to ever feel like they come last, and we definitely don't want our children to feel like something is you know, more important than they are. I think it's also, I think it's also important to know though, that you can have your passion and that sometimes that does come first and it's okay to allow space for that. So don't misunderstand that because I don't think that, you know, I don't think everybody else has to be number one and you have to take the bottom of something that you love. I don't mean that. There's just a balance. Just find the balance. Okay. That's, that's, those are my words. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on in 2023, which is right around the corner. And because today is actually the last episode of 2022, I'm going to be playing some, some replays, some, what's the word? Not replays. What is it? Um, reruns, reruns on the last couple of episodes of the month are going to be some reruns, full, full editions of past podcasts that I think were really helpful during that during this time during December. And maybe didn't get a lot of you might have never you might have missed them because they were in the beginning of the podcast, which was years and years ago. So I'm going to replay those. So hopefully you will check those out. And that will get us through to to like January, not I think it will be back on January, the second week of January. So I look forward to that. Hopefully Lee will will come back as well. I know she's in the thick of it and she's in the classroom. She's back in the second grade classroom and hopefully she'll be back here and there. We'll see what, how that goes. But again, I really want to focus on, on that outside of the box type of thinking and what that looks like and what that feels like in a classroom and again, really supporting teachers and encouraging and being there to hear you. 
I'm even thinking about like maybe even having like a question segment. That would be fun where people are asking questions and then I could answer them online. I I did ask questions to my TDTL listies, yay! And they responded and then I I gave some, you know, responses on different social media platforms, but I think that I I might even do more of those and really bring that into the podcast and then hear from my TDTL listies. I'd love to ha- to feature people and actually have them come on the podcast whether they want to write, just write me back in an email or they want to actually meet me on Zoom and talk, I would think that would be really fun. So those are some things I'm thinking. Let's get to today's episode. Before we start, I want to let you know that it's, you know, you're you're in the thick of it now, like you're getting really close to um, the end of December. So if you're looking for anything to keep your kids engaged and learning up until the end, I do have two freebies, two Christmas freebies I shared last week. And one of them is a unit to Yes, Virginia, the story, which is adorable. It's also a movie, which is so cute too. But you can find that at trinadebreteachingandlearning.com forward slash Yes, Virginia. And then I have a science investigation that goes to a full unit. You can grab the full unit on TPT at, at, on my in my store, or you can grab that one free investigation of matter. And that is at trinadebreteachingandlearning.com forward slash Christmas matter. All one word, Christmas matter. Okay, let's get on with the show. The first episode we're going to take a look at is episode number eight. This was so long ago. This was Team Rapport, The Power of Built of Teamwork. And this is an episode I did with a dear friend of mine. And I we had such a great conversation about building rapport with your team and how necessary it is. Take a listen. We actually took a picture of one of them that I have from him for, from like 18 years ago. Wow. Because he did them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, I still have this. And I, yes. I kept them. I kept all of them. It means a lot. It does. It means a lot. And it's something that doesn't take a lot of time. No. Yeah. I, I really, I think that's important. Um, there was something else you said that I wanted to, to touch on, but now I can't remember. So on the other <laughs> hand, like how does it hurt a team when a team, when team members don't play nicely? Ooh, if you want to hear the rest of that, go check out episode eight. Next on Memory Lane is episode 14. This is an episode where that I did with Quirinia Allen, Quirinia, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, Allen from Books Between Podcasts. And we talk about, oh, we talk about so much that has to do with a teaching a love of reading. This is one of my favorite subjects. So take a listen. <laughs> I think it can be everything to a child. It can be an escape. It can be the chance to see someone like you in a book for the first time and feel like you've been seen. Um, It can be an entryway into a new passion. I know just this past week um, in our science unit, we've been studying the solar system. And I got an email from a mom of one of my students. And she'd been so inspired by what she had up next is episode 15, Engaging Students with Chris Kessler. I love Chris Kessler from Kessler Science. And this was such a long time ago that we had this conversation, but it's still so true. And one of the things that, one of the quotes that I took from that episode is Chris says, if I can get you or almost, if I can get you or almost trick you into having fun and in an engaging experience without you thinking that you are learning about science, then I have won. I have won the day. You are learning and having fun. I love that. Take a listen to that episode. Believe it or not, not every kid in your classroom needs you. There's a lot of kids that 
they don't need you and they're going to be, they're going to be successful. They're going to be fine and great. We need to challenge them and and bring them to the next level. But there are a lot of kids that do. And and those are the ones I really try try to focus my time on. And did I hit all of them? No, I didn't. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that, um, you reached every kid. Yeah, yeah, every kid that came in my class was a changed person. And I-, I had so much fun doing that episode with him. It was definitely one of my um, favorite memories. So you know I had to throw in some episodes about Makerspace. Now, I have a lot of episodes about Makerspace. So if you want to check those out, hop on over to Trina Debrie Teaching and Learning dot com one tired teacher, and then type in the search Makerspace. There's so many, so it will at least get you started. But here's a little snippet of episode 23, Five Reasons Every Classroom Needs a Makerspace. We were leaving out literature in our STEM and makerspace activities. And I'm like, what about incorporating stories and really looking at the the elements of like the problem and having solutions for the problems that were occurring in stories? Next, I speed up. I'm getting a little, going a little faster because I started getting in the weeds there in back in the old days. So <laughs> now we are moving on to episode 97. This one was a little bit intense, but I feel I felt really strongly about this. It's seven dreadful ways to kill the love of reading. Take a listen readers. They no longer have a choice in what they're reading. When they're reading passages and answering questions, they don't have a choice. That's the passage they're reading, whether they have any background knowledge or not, whether they have any understanding about Model T Fords or not. They're reading that passage and that's what they have to answer. It doesn't matter if they if they have an interest because that doesn't that's eliminated. So we've eliminated choice in our classrooms. I think that's another downfall of of, of reading, of kids loving to read. As you can tell, this makes me really upset and I get upset in this episode. So if you want to hear more of that, go check out 97. And then I went on the flip side. I did episode 98 right after I did 97. And that was 13 remarkable ideas to help kids fall in love with reading. So let's take a a listen to that. And you say, what? And they're like, what? And um, and so I made a really big deal out of it. And I'm like, but this book is so silly. I'm like, you're not even going to believe how silly it is. And I went on and on and on. And then I read it to them and they loved it. They were literally falling out of their seats laughing like they loved it. And I just think we have to model that passion, how important it is to read. When we d- we did independent reading time every single day in my classroom, because I really believe when you allow children to practice reading, they become better readers. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? If you're multitasking, come back to me. I want to say it again. <laughs> so there's lots of great ideas about how to get kids to love reading in that episode. That, that's one of my favorite episodes. All right, moving on down memory lane, we have moved along to episode 110, which is all about choice boards in your classroom. And I did that with Lauren Thorpe. A few more options. And sometimes, uh, you know, teachers would sit there thinking, oh, should I do this or should I do this? Um, and, you know, often we do come up with more than one idea anyway. Right. Now you can use um, all the ideas. You yeah, exactly. Now yeah. you're just giving the students a bit of a, a bit of a say. And so the only additional. T- 
Love her accent. If you want to hear that whole episode, go check out episode 110. Next up, okay, one of my favorites, that. episode 117 with the Dr. Yen Van Hoven. Are How do we start an educational rebellion in the current system? I love this episode. It was really hard for me to find the and, right you know, snippet for this episode. So something. if you are okay? interested in but it at all, you definitely want to go I'm check out this episode. House, for it example. was so powerful. Okay? It also led I to, to some of the work that, that Dr. Vanderhoven is doing now, which is really I don't exciting. spend an entire year okay, learning how to use that. a wrench. Mm-hmm. I don't spend an entire... I don't spend three separate classes cool. going, okay, Isolated. it's thought that we use to approach a problem or... And, you know, or to find an answer to something. Mm -hmm. Okay. But understand if I'm building a house, for example, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't spend an entire year learning about how to use a hammer. Yeah. I don't spend an entire year learning how to use a wrench. I don't Mm -hmm. spend an entire, I don't spend three separate classes going, okay, it's She is so incredible. She also has a Facebook group called Rebel Teacher. Excellent. I highly recommend. Next up, episode 152 is play an essential aspect of a child's learning process in school. I am a huge proponent of children's play. I think children learn best through play and I think it is so crucial. And that's actually one of the reasons that I am so passionate about makerspace. I talk a a lot about, about play and about what like making learning feel like play and so on in episode 152. Let's take a listen. Through productive struggle and understand that failure is just part of the process. It helps us to learn what we need to learn. So these are really important and play can be a safe place to take risks. All the skills that make our children employable in the future and make them better human beings are skills that they can learn and gather through play. The thing that bothers me the most is that what we've been told about play, we've been told it's so bad and we've been told that for so long that we have started to believe it. Oh, I get so like heated when it comes to that topic. (laughs) All right. Episode 154, another quick, quick little look into makerspace, five magnificent benefits from an elementary makerspace. So I worked forever, getting that cleaned up and organized and inviting and exciting for kids. But when I put that makerspace into play, those kids, they came alive and they wanted to be there. And I knew that that was just the beginning and that makerspace needed to be in every single classroom. So let's talk about those amazing benefits because I am always going to be rooting for makerspace. I am always going to be rooting for Makerspace. Makerspace is super important to me, and we will be talking more about it in 2023. Next up was another favorite, episode 159, Inspiring Play in Young Children, a conversation with Carla Gull. I love Carla Gull. She's so excellent. She is the writer of Loose Parts in K3 Classrooms on Amazon or Loose Parts Nature Play podcast. She's she's really great, and I, I enjoyed this conversation very much in every single subject, it still builds and allows you more momentum as you go through the rest of your day. And it really just permeates their thinking. They start Mm -hmm. thinking of using things in different ways um, and applying things uh, throughout the day as opposed to uh, just compartmentalizing everything because it is a bigger picture. You have mentioned recess several times. And so we do have a a short section on just our school environment. Mm -hmm. And so what Oh, she's so great. 
Another outstanding guest that I had the privilege of interviewing multiple times actually on this podcast, but I I narrowed it down to one, um, is Carrie Tracy from Feel Good Teaching in episode 160, How to Successfully Fit STEM into Small Timeframes is Masterful. And the idea is I try to explain to the kids and to the teachers sort of in this video that you're going to get stuck. Like that's like it's, it's going to be because they're unusual materials that you wouldn't usually use and you're spinning them randomly. So you're going to get some really odd combinations. And so if you get to the point where like, and the, the point of this activity is just to keep going and to teach yourself to work past brain freeze. Like, what do you do to get unstuck or unfrozen? And so that's actually what the second page is. I couldn't leave out episode 170 with my daughter, Emily, what's really wrong with the school system from the eyes of a millennial. So let's take a peek at that one. I think that like, um, you're going to fail if you don't go to college. So like, and I'm like, but that's really a huge bias that you're using to grade my paper on. Like when I followed everything else, I'm like, was there anything else wrong? He was like, no, I just think you need to rethink your topic. And I was like, well, I don't think I do. I'm like, I think you need to rethink your thinking if you're going to be teaching students. And he didn't really have anything to say to that because he was so close. I mean, he was a college professor, so he believed in. So that one was pretty heavy. So definitely check that out if you're interested in hearing. And and actually, she's not a millennial. She's a generation Z. Is that right? I always get that confused for some reason. Um, Anyway, so that's the tip on that one. And then last but not least down memory lane, we I had to include when Lee joined the podcast and one tired teachers, one tired teacher became two tired teachers. I got like, and this is October is when I started. So I got like the handpicked treasures. Oh, that, that the teacher sent me because let's be honest if I'm given a choice am I going to send like my no way you're supposed to have favorites. You like you're yeah, not sending no your favorites no <laughs> so I got like a scrappy ragtag group of kids it was mostly boys I oh. think I had 18 students and it was like 12 of them were so there you have it all the little snippets of the last 200 episodes. That was really hard for me, I have to tell you. I wanted to take one from every episode. And well, that's not true. A lot of them, not every episode. There were some some woo, some rough patches along the way. But I am excited that we are we have hit 200 episodes. I hope that you will continue to come along with me on the journey as we kind of narrow it down into more of more things about engaging students and taking care of teachers and motivating kids to really want to fall in love with learning. And it might require some rebel teaching. And if you consider yourself a rebel teacher, you consider yourself a, you know, a person that still believes that there's hope that we can, we can reach these kids, then I hope that you will stick around with me on this journey. So the next couple of weeks will be some reruns. I hope you catch up on some episodes that maybe you missed in the past. And then it will be 2023. I want to tell you, wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. And once again, thank you so much for being a part of my world. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. 